1: Hello and welcome to the Man on the Post podcast, I am your host, producer Ross, and joining me as always, we have Colin, we have Greg, and we have Tom. Good evening, gentlemen. Evening. Hello. Hi there. How's your week been? Greg, you've been abroad this week, haven't you? I went to Wales. I <sighs> know, oh, two,
2: two and a half hours away. <laughs> it's a long trip.
1: Uh, Tom, how have you been? Been working hard?
2: Working hard?
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> Didn't you have uh, to make a statement yeah. to the police let's, before 10am Oh yeah, we did have police in the ten AM. Yeah. Wow. That was that was different. <laughs> Colin, how's your week been? Still looking for a house? Found a house.
3: Oh, I only did a was... spit take then. What what Really? Yeah. In the area you're looking for? A little bit out. Uh-huh. Um there's a bit of a disagreement between me and my wife. She calls it a suburb. I call it a village. So um <laughs> Suburb, that's an American thing, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. Um, it's a village. Outskirts. Yeah. That's a suburb, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, commonly you live in a village. I like it.
3: So I can't wait to uh, have to start moving house. That's going to be a whole lot of fun.
1: Oh, yes. Sorting out internets.
3: Well, it's not that. I'm just thinking of moving all the gear and removal vans and things like that and. and...
1: Children in the way.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, them as well.
1: Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about some football, shall we? Let's start with the early kickoff from yesterday. Man United 4, Aston Villa 1. That's two 4 1 defeats in a week for Villa. Been a good week for them. Uh, two goals for Rooney, one for Mata, and one for Javier Hernandez. Anyone see this? What's the main takeaways from this? I don't think it's a, a
0: stupid playing thing.
1: Oh, Christ, yeah. I think it's
0: the first time this season I've actually wanted Man United to win. <laughs> that stupid playing thing
1: can look like an absolute moron. He got roundly booed, didn't it, by everyone in the ground. Good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what a stupid thing to do. What want to get behind a club?
1: Yeah. I do have a... Um, Adam, before we started the podcast, he sent me a conspiracy theory, which he'd like me to bring up, that... Um, after the first banner, there was a second banner that flew over the ground, wasn't there? That said, Fergie in six to one.
0: Yeah, it was Paddy Power, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah, Adam reckons there's a conspiracy theory that they paid for the original banner and that Man United fans aren't involved in this at all. Mm. A little outlanders. Oh, this outlandish. is far
2: too much attention for <laughs> a banner that reportedly cost six hundred quid. Yeah, mm. far too much attention. Let's yeah. discuss football.
1: Yeah, what happened? Good United,
2: match? I, uh, yeah, yeah, Better, yeah. United showed a bit of, a bit of courage <laughs> after they went one 0 down. You could just sense that the, the crowd could turn, but no, they kept fairly level heads and produced a performance. Villa yeah. you know, aren't great, but you know, United
1: did what was expected of them. Good for Matt to get a goal. Is, is, is he playing in that position behind the main striker now? Well,
2: Man United. That, ten times better without Van Persie don't they mm. they've got a focal point up front with Rooney and then they, that gives Matt the space to to play in, just behind and do what he does best when there's Van Persie on the pitch as well there's just too many creative players getting in each other's you know, way and yeah. in each other's spaces, as <laughs> you <Percy> put it <laughs> Tom Cleverly.
1: <laughs> nowhere to be seen yesterday unless he's injured is he who knows um What do you think, to Villa? I think they're safe though, aren't they? 34 points mid-table.
2: Yeah,
1: they've got a couple more wins in them where where they'll look like world beaters. (laughs) Like their Chelsea game the other week. Yeah, Yeah, they're fine. Very odd team. Yeah, all right. um, There's a couple of games we can pretty much skip over. Saints beat Newcastle 4-0 in uh, one of the most pointless games of the season. Two teams find out for the eighth place in the table. Uh, the only real standout point from this is uh, three English players with the goals. Everyone's getting quite excited about that. I've seen no, a lot no. of talk saying they should all go to the World Cup. Not everyone's getting excited. Certain <laughs> yeah. Pompey fans are not quite as excited about this. Did but... people watch Suarez today? That's why no one English should be getting excited about the World <laughs> Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Which would, would you take? Uh, Rodriguez, Lambert, and Lalana. I would take Adam Lalana. Yeah. Rick. I wouldn't take Same.
0: Lambert because I'd have Carroll instead, and I'll Rodriguez. Take isn't Sterling get...
2: over Rodriguez.
0: Yeah, Sterling, Welbeck, Sturridge, and Rooney all
3: go above Rodriguez. So yeah, that's your strike, isn't it, Colin? What do you think? I'd take Lolana for definite, and I would have liked to have taken Carroll, but he hasn't done enough. So I reckon that Lambert will go. Mm-hmm.
2: April is going to be a big month for Andy Carroll, and I've every faith in him.
1: Yeah, if he gets a couple of goals, that's it. He's on yeah. the plane, isn't he? He just needs to score a few just to remind, I think Hodgson, that he can still find the back of the net. He
2: is the archetypal target man, isn't he? Mm. Big man up front, which not many of these other international sides will, you know, possess or would have played against M- more than. No. So I think he's the better option out of the two, just for how he is, just. The big lump up front. Yeah, I think Lambert's probably effective. a better
1: footballer, isn't he? But With the ball at his feet, but Carroll's just more destructive.
0: And he's yeah. the only player I've ever seen score for England live. Really? Put him into one game.
1: <laughs> <but>. <laughs> I saw Gazza and Ian Wright score for England at a live game. Wow, that didn't happen much. Um, massive win for Swansea this week 3 0 win at Norwich. A good win. Yeah. Star- yeah.
2: Very stylish.
1: Two goals for De Guzman. Th-
2: Love Their second one was a lovely goal. Oh, yeah. Bonnie just holding it up and then perfect with the flick and nice little dink by Guzman. Can you see the Bonnie... defending? The defending wasn't particularly
0: <laughs> great, though, was it, for that goal? Five players in around
1: Bonny. <laughs> I thought Hanson was going to have an aneurysm whilst he was watching on <laughs> that today. Can we see Bonny playing at a bigger club next season? Because he's done alright in his debut year, hasn't he? He's got 14 goals or so? I think I can... he's at it
0: the right level be honest. I don't think can he Where can you see him fitting in the bigger club, though? In England, anyway.
1: Yeah, true. suppose well... Yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. Maybe. They, they, they like that target man, don't they, in Giroud? I think he's probably a better target man than Giroud. He... With Bentner going as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> need There's to replace him. On the
2: bench opening up.
1: <laughs> yeah, they need to replace the goals Bentner's going to bring to the team. Uh, I, Baris... I
0: was... I was thinking, been thinking the last few weeks. That Swansea could would were getting closer and closer to the relegation zone. I did say they, I they, they thought they were get relegated, but it's getting to the stage of the season where you get one win and
1: you're almost safe. Yeah, they have got a seven point gap now. Yeah. Between them and Cardiff, and their goal difference is only minus three, which compared to the bottom three is massive. And you got to think, are are the teams that are in the relegation zone going to win
0: three more games?
1: I can't see Fulham winning one more game, <laughs> really.
0: I think I think you can put anyone below, um, sorry, anyone above Norwich is safe. I think it's the bottom six now.
1: Mm. They're all out of fighting for it. Yeah, it's just the goal difference as well, isn't it? It's, they're so massive compared to even Hull in fourteenth. is only minus seven. Yeah. I think that's a very good point, so, uh, Colin. Any thoughts on Norwich? Are they uh, still in trouble? Still, still doomed they've got some winnable games coming up haven't they they've got to get something out of there they've got what two more before they
3: they lose those last four games of the season you'd like to think if they can get a win and a draw that's enough isn't it from the rest of the season
1: Mm, I'll give them 35 yeah it's going to be a very low points total I think to stay up this year I think it used to be 40 points and Cardiff are in that third relegation spot with 26 points there's quite a lot of bad teams in the Premier League now, though. Yeah, there is. There's a big gap, isn't there? Even between the middle-of-the-road teams as well, there's some really poor teams. Yeah. Um, a result that did no-one any favours was West Brom 3, Cardiff 3. What a fun game, though, and both managers seem to be enjoying it.
2: There's some strange goals in that as well.
1: Mm. The oh.
2: Amalfitano one, I'm not. Sh- I'm pretty yeah, sure he did it. I'm he pretty mem- sure. <laughs> but uh, if you watch it, he didn't even look up. <laughs> that's the most astounding thing about it he didn't even look where the goal was where the keeper was It just, he just hit it <laughs> and he couldn't have done it more perfectly either
1: yeah it just, he's just that and then, good
2: and then the Jordan Mutch one he didn't mean that don't listen to Alan Shearer he's talking shit Yeah, he didn't, <laughs> i I go with that one he didn't mean that. <laughs> that that was an overhit cross which is caught out Ben Foster
1: <clears throat> It was, yeah it was quite an entertaining game finished 3-3 two very late goals and both managers seemed quite happy with a point at the end of it, it seems. After the, after the sixth sure. goal.
3: I'm not
0: sure what's wrong with Pepe, Mel. He, <laughs> he loves drawing. <laughs> it's like he doesn't want to win or lose. He just wants to draw every game.
1: He just wants everyone drawing. to be happy.
0: If he gets seven draws from his last seven games, I'd probably be safe. But
1: Yeah. He's drawn five of his ten Premier League games and only won one of them.
0: But he seemed he didn't seem to care that they conceded a ninety fifth minute equalizer after scoring a ninety fourth minute winner.
3: <laughs> that that really irks me, Tom. That that really irks me. Because if that was me, hmm. I'd be smashing the dugout. Yeah. I'd be I'd be going Venger, I'd be going pardu, I'd be <laughs> kicking water bottles. Headbutting players. Headbutting anything. <laughs> fourth officials a lot. Um what sort of message does that send out to his players? I can sort of understand if it was a player. If it was two players on the pitch, okay, fair enough. Well done, mate. Yeah, good game. Good 90 minutes or whatever. But as a manager, mm. if you think of all the good managers, would they have done that? You've got to think, they'd be livid.
1: Yeah. It,
3: it, say mellow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the podcast title. Cheers, Tom.
0: This game almost
1: killed Paul Merson as well on Soccer Saturday. He got so excited when the fifth one went in. When the sixth one went in, his face went beetroot. He was so excited about it. Do if,
0: you remember they, when... if, they, if they had hold held on to that lead, that would have been that would have been massive. That would have been that could have been it for the bottom three.
1: Yeah.
3: It
0: would have because been. If West Brom would be on thirty-one and Cardiff and Sunderland on
1: twenty five for his six point gap. Yeah. Yeah, it's a massive result really for Cardiff. More than yeah. anyone. <clears throat> Yeah, we'll talk about massive results. Crystal Palace won Chelsea nil. I don't cool. think anyone saw this coming. Was it an OG? Was it a uh, hand from um, is it Joe Leslie? I'm
2: going to be honest.
1: I didn't see the, uh, see the highlights <laughs> of this game. No, I didn't either. I want, give it, I want to give it to John Terry. No, me neither. Brilliant. <laughs> Well
2: done, uh, right, just John Terry We're all in agreement It was John Terry yeah. and goal then If <laughs> you can give an own goal To John Terry, do it <laughs> Even if he's not playing
1: Yeah Yeah Well, the first half of this game Chelsea had 70% possession But didn't have one shot on target That's you've not got, very Mourinho-esque, is it? No You've got to be doing better than that I mean I know you're away from home But it's Crystal Palace Who are fighting for their lives You've got infinitely better players all over the pitch yet not you can't even challenge only once and in the yeah. end they only had two shots on target in the whole game
0: Bristol Palace do have one of the best defensive records in the
1: in the year league though you know, that is an odd stack when you look at their, so they, their defence
0: they've only they've con- only conceded more than I think the top six blimey they
1: got That's Joel right. Ward in their defence
0: <laughs> Adrian Marriott on the table now they've They've conceded less than Tottenham. <laughs> they've only conceded one more goal than United. Same amount as Liverpool. Bloody hell. But the thing is, they've scored 20 goals all season.
1: Yeah, it's not enough, is it? Uh, but it could be. Just. Yeah, they don't appear to be playing any strikers. Is, is that Cameron Jerome? Is he at Crystal Palace? Yeah. He's not really a goal scorer, is he? Well, obviously they haven't got any goal scorers. So he's a, yeah. <laughs> it shows what a big miss Glenn Murray has been this season. Cause I think he would have got probably just about double figures for them if he'd been fit all year. He wouldn't
0: have put a penalty out the ground.
1: <laughs> like him did. No. Punchin What's was... all this incident
2: with a ball boy that I've been hearing about? Uh, yeah, Tom's
1: got an issue with Jason Punching, haven't you Tom? Uh, he, it was
0: like 90th minute and the ball goes out of play to the ball boy ball boy's about to throw it back. So Jason Punchin goes over to him, like, whispers in his ear. It's clear he's telling him to slow down and not throw the ball back.
1: Yeah.
0: And then Mourinho goes over and, like, has a word for the ball boy and he <laughs> gets told to, like, go away. But that's such
2: bad sportsmanship from Punchin to make it so obvious that yeah. he's telling the ball boy to slow down. At least what you do is you you take one on the chin and when the ball boy throws it back you pretend to miss it yeah or you do that thing and where then, you and you then go, trip you go, over and gut kick gut all and, ball and leave it <laughs> further away. <laughs> away there are different ways to be doing this Jason yeah not so blatant ones as well or we'll try and control it and then just make a real hash of it
1: <laughs> yeah stand on it fall over yeah <laughs>
2: the fake drop of the
1: ball or the you, oh I, did you whistle ref <laughs> okay well go to take the throw in and wait for ages for the fullback to run up the pitch and then take the yeah. throw in <laughs> what do you think to this Colin are you for this kind of uh, sportsmanship or lack of sportsmanship
3: <sighs> take it with a pinch of salt it happens everywhere it happened at Leeds United this weekend we were just an desperate to get the ball with... off the pitch I think and... An instant, it was an incident with a ball boy I think he wasn't giving the ball back <gasps> Um, to Doncaster um, even Eddie Eddie Gray said that he should be fired for that <laughs> and I was like, he's only a child Eddie you know give him a break like you know probably unpaid but uh, definitely unpaid if he's at Leeds what I would say about this game is that Mourinho has constantly been telling us in the media that they wouldn't win the title mm. um, perhaps he's right <laughs> um, I mean and, and another thing as well is that he, he criticised his players after the match. Oh, did really? he? Yes. Um, he said that, uh, in a nutshell, the Palace players wanted it more. Um, now, when Sherwood is honest and, and criticises his players, he's called naive. When Mourinho does it, people regard him as a genius. People say, oh, it's going to perk the players up now for the rest of the season. <laughs> it's just, I find that interesting. Uh, it's one rule for Mourinho, and it seems to be another rule for everybody else.
0: He's a special one, though.
3: <laughs> he
1: does seem to live in his own little world, doesn't he? That he can do no wrong. Uh, yeah, I think he could. He could have been right all along, though, because Liverpool are now top of the table, and the way they played today—we'll get to that game in a minute—they look just mm. unbeatable, really. Uh, one more game from Saturday was. Uh, Arsenal one, Man City one. I saw the second half of this, and it it didn't seem like either team was really trying to win the game, which seemed a bit odd, really, considering the position that, especially City were in with the games in hand and needing to catch Chelsea.
2: I was I was listening to it on the way back from um, Newport, and it did it sounded like City really dominated the opening exchanges, but it, Wenger made some you know very small, subtle tactical changes. Mm. In the second half, and that they seem to pay pay dividend.
1: Yeah, they both but, kind uh, of cancel each other out, really.
2: Yeah, I think that result was if Liverpool could have had a day yesterday, where yeah. everything went right, that result tops it off. Yeah, and it was a it was a really good finish from Fellaini as well. He did well. He looked like he scuffed it, but he he did really well to keep it down, especially for a defensive midfielder who doesn't would, score many. Would be more likely to shank that. <laughs> Into <laughs> is that, is that? I think that's his
1: first goal since his return, isn't
2: it? I think he got one at Swansea, didn't he?
1: Oh,
3: yes, he did, yeah.
1: But still, yeah, he doesn't. He's not a, a scorer of uh, a lot of goals. No.
3: I was going to say, look look at the position where Manchester City are right now. Hmm. I know people are still saying that they're in the driving seat. But they have two games in hand on Liverpool. Yeah. And are four points per hand. Their next two games, let's say, let's use the next two games as the ones that make them up a Southampton at home, and Liverpool away.
0: <laughs> They've you also got to see- play Everton away, haven't
3: they? Exactly, which is a tough... Goodison is a tough place to go, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Well, but Everton have won five games in a row as well.
3: Yeah. <laughs> if Man City beat Southampton, which I, I'm absolutely confident they will, but if Liverpool could get a draw at Anfield, that would be them equal on points. And as it currently stands, the goal difference between the two... Is Manchester City are in a better of three more? Yeah, it's 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 close. This and goal difference could become important. Mm. Liverpool's
1: shocking defence could cost them in the end of the season, really, because they've scored more goals than City, haven't they? I think uh, you head to head those two. They've scored more, but they can't really defend too well until they play Tottenham. Apparently, uh, let's talk about that one now before we go on to the Fulham Everton one. Liverpool four, Tottenham nil. Tottenham just looked abject. They couldn't get near the ball. Good day for a lot of this. So well, they just were completely outclassed, weren't they? Yeah. are really? them. Um, Tottenham's record against the top four this season: played eight, got one draw, lost seven. They scored two, and have conceded twenty-seven goals against the top four in the Premier League this year. I think um, Avb was sacked, wasn't he, for these kind of results?
0: Tottenham have conceded, and they've only conceded forty-four
1: goals in the league and mm. Liverpool have been responsible for 20% of those <laughs> yeah is it 9-0 over the course of this season <laughs> yep. good aggregate win <laughs> yeah.
0: if you look at Liverpool if, if any other team if it, it was Man City Chelsea or Man United that were in Liverpool's position mm. in the form that they're in they'd say oh they've won the league Yeah. Which, I think it's because it's Liverpool if yeah. they, they've won 8 games in a row and they've scored at least two goals in every game. They've mm. scored at least three in seven of
1: those eight. Yeah, you're just waiting for that slip-up game, every aren't you?
0: Every time they go forward, they just look
1: like they're going to score. Yeah, there was one point that when Henderson blows that one over the bar, but the through ball from Danny Sturridge, a little, it's inch-perfect to Sterling, and Sterling laid it off and Henderson smashed it over the bar, but just the way they move, the, the front three, and then Coutinho in behind them as well,
3: it's up there with the best playing football currently they're so fresh not being in Europe has been amazing for them
1: yeah
3: I mean I I don't honestly understand sometimes the people arguing for winter breaks and things like that to 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 relax players and and freshen them up a little bit but if it's anything like the impact that not playing Europe has had on Liverpool then (laughs) crikey they they still look like they could play for another 20 games this season hmm
1: all oh, right, and the last game from this weekend in the Premier League was a, um, Everson beating Fulham 3-1 at Craven Cottage. F- uh, for me, this is... Uh, Fulham are down now. They, they just... Well,
0: you say that, but that was it was actually a really good performance from Fulham today. I think they were the better team. Oh, really? Yeah, they didn't deserve sleeves at all. They, oh. they had, it was just... Every time they got into the final third and had a shot, it just went about 30 yards wide. Was, <laughs> they just needed someone... To to stick one away, like a Darren Bent. Yeah, like a Darren Bent. <laughs> but they weren't. They were. They had so many, like half chances. It were just. They were played some really nice football. They looked so up for it.
1: Yeah.
0: And they were. I think they were unlucky not to get all three points, let alone get a point. And three one massively flattered Everton.
1: Looking but, at their lineup though, Fulham. They played with no striker for this game.
0: They had Dembele.
1: Oh, is he a striker?
0: Yeah, he's he's not the Everton. He's not the uh, Tottenham midfielder. <laughs>
1: no, although he played like he played two games in a day today.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he uh, he did all right actually for a seventeen-year-old in that situation
1: mm.
0: up front on his own. He did quite well because there's some good link-up play with um, Holtby. He looks like a good player. But yeah, just, it just it's results like that though that you think, let me think. Whatever Fulham do, yeah. they're not going to get out of it because that that's just so
1: unlucky not to win today
0: hmm. well, Felix the, they can't really said, do
1: much more Magatha said he'll stay if they get relegated do you think he's with playing Dembele and playing uh, Woodrow for the last couple of weeks is he getting his team ready for the championship because Ben's not going to be around in the championship we say that but he's just
0: they spent what 10 million on that Metroglou? hes what, he, would he want to stay in the championship
1: no, no. He's, played,
0: he's played about two games in the bench
1: yeah he wasn't even on the bench today
0: but Fulham, if they, if they play like that every week, they've got... Look, you've seen their fixtures. They're at home to Norwich, Hull and Palace Oof. and away to Villa, Tottenham and Stoke. <laughs> That's six winnable games. That is, yeah. <laughs> if they play like they did today, every single week, you can see them winning three of those. Norwich might not have anything to play for. Tottenham probably won't have anything to play for by then. No. Hull wouldn't have anything to play for. Stoke will not have anything to play for. And then Palace on the last day, if everything if goes Fulham's way, could decide if one of them goes down.
1: Well, yeah, three wins and beating teams that are around them. That, that is going to be enough, I think, three wins yeah. there out of those to keep them up. It's just it's kind of what happens, isn't it? If you're bottom of the table, you play that well, but you just nothing actually goes right for you. The
0: first goal was so unlucky. <laughs> it just knocked out ran into the ball and it's hit him and gone in the net <laughs> it's it's a typical bottom of the table goal to concede yeah it
1: never,
0: will never go for you when you're down there it always goes against you
1: yeah it's a shame I like Fulham I enjoy them in the Premier League and I think they'll probably be able to bounce back straight away they've not got a massive wage bill I would have thought from a lot of players there I don't think they'll have any trouble in the Championship next year if they get there of course and speaking of the Championship then let's go there Leicester beat Burnley 2 0. I think that's pretty much guaranteed them as champions now. I can't see Burnley making up the six points now.
2: You can't see Le- Leicester losing again no. this season. They've got
1: 15 it really points. if
2: they win the league though, does it? They're pretty much promoted
1: fifteen points clear of third. Yeah. <laughs>
2: they can start thinking about next season. Mm. I think they're that far ahead.
1: Yeah. I think Burnley, is the top two are the top two. They're not going to be caught by QPR or Derby. who were close enough to them.
0: Well, did Vo- is Vokes? Did Vokes get a serious injury? Because he, because Ings obviously is injured, and then Vokes went down like he was seriously hurt as well in the- at the weekend. So,
1: oh really? That could be bad for them because yeah, yeah. out for the season. I don't know, I
0: don't know about if if Vokes has actually been ruled out for a while, but nine points, you think, is still
1: too much. But if their main two strikers have out Yeah, could be a bit of a problem. Who scored pretty much all of their goals this season, or a massive majority of them? Yeah, they've not got a lot from anywhere else. Maybe there's a chance for QPR to catch them, or Derby, or Derby. Yeah.
3: Any other standout results this weekend? Well, I know that James isn't here, but um, absolutely gutting result for for Millwall. Two-one up, conceded in the last minute to make it two-two against ten men.
1: As well. Only scored two penalties themselves in that game. They couldn't score from open play either. It's very tight at the bottom, though, because Yeovil 32, Millwall 33, then Charlton and Barnsley are both on 35. Big win for Barnsley. Massive. Massive. Yeah, 4-1 as well. It's very odd. that Barnsley seems to do this every season, though. They just sneak out of there in the last couple of weeks and stay up.
3: I'm not sure how they're doing it, but fair play to them. Th- I've spoken to a couple of Barnsley fans and um, the, the problem with their team is that it's not that terrible. The only problem is that they can't score goals. Mm. They don't have a proven goal scorer and, and that's Barnsley's issue. Mm.
2: There was a couple of real coupon busters in the Championship this week as well. Uh, Q- QPR won, Blackpool QPR, yeah. won. yeah. Um, Reading one, Huddersfield one.
1: Hmm. Bolton drew with Wigan as well. one all.
2: Yeah, Bolton did. Uh, so unlucky not to win that. They had so many chances.
1: Yeah. Bournemouth scored another four goals. That's eight in a week for them. Lewis Graben somehow was on fire. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, they beat Birmingham 4-2. 19 goals he's got. Oh, that's mad, isn't it? It's, he's Even Ian Hart scored yesterday. That was a bit it's special as better, well, that or... goal. <laughs> yeah. He definitely meant that. He's still got a decent shot on him for an old man. (laughs) Uh, Derby beat Charlton 3-0. Middlesbrough beat Brighton 2-0 away from home. That's a good win for Middlesbrough. And uh, Leeds lost yet again, Colin, to uh, Doncaster this time.
3: Yep, good old Doncaster Rovers. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, 2-0 down at half-time. Perhaps... There's been a lot of them, but perhaps the worst first half Leeds have put in this season. Um, <laughs> They're just one big blur of shit football for me. This <laughs> the second half Leeds were a lot better, but it was too little, too late.
1: Yeah, another one from McCormack, twenty-eight for the season now. He's going to win Greg this year-long bet he's had, and he may win the betting corner with this in the last weeks of the season. I can't remember what the return was there, Greg. Can you?
2: Um, no, it wasn't. It was only I think. 60, 70 pounds. It wasn't big.
1: It could be enough to win you, though. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Just watch Troy Deeney score 30 <laughs> goals. <his> <laughs> Did game. he get two?
0: At the yeah. He's up to, he's... I think he's up to 19 as well now, but he's he's eight behind, I think.
1: so. Yeah. Well, you never know. Don't to had Lucas Neal playing right back for them. I, I thought he'd retired a long time ago. Quite an old man as well.
2: Is it really him?
1: Yeah. No. It can't be. Yep, Lucas Neal signs for Doncaster on loan from Watford this week. 36 years old.
2: When
0: was
1: he at Watford? (laughs) Neal joined Watford in February.
0: Wasn't he he playing in Australia?
1: Uh, Yeah, in Australia and Japan. He joined Watford in February on loan, uh, on a deal until the end of the season, and they've already loaned him out.
2: He's played one... His last um, four clubs, he's made four, three, nine, one appearances. (laughs) And now Doncaster makes it another
1: one. I well. he's just trying.
0: To, do you reckon he might just be trying to build up a little retirement fund? <laughs> so
1: a few little sign-on bonuses everywhere he goes. Or he really fancies football in the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we don't tend to talk too much about um, League One, but what's what's going on in League One, Colin? Any ideas? Who's top, who's bottom? I've got no idea, to be honest. Wolves are walking it, aren't they? Oh, then, let's have a look at the table. They won.
2: Yeah. No, really. Um, they won one nil away at MK Dons, um, with a, a, a youngster scoring the winner of ten minutes left in front of nine thousand
1: travelling fans. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah, the Richie Barker effect's taken yeah, quickly, been, isn't it? <laughs> <at> MK Dons.
2: <laughs> it, he's been there twenty four hours, and they've already <laughs> they're losing at home and not scoring any goals. I late goals, yeah. I think Brentford are also. They've got second place sealed up. They've got their four points ahead of third, but with two games in hand. Well, you never know; they might miss a last-minute penalty in the final game.
1: <laughs>
2: two seasons in a row. Oh man! It's
0: that like the bottom, bottom it's
1: really
2: Yeah, really. There's four teams. There's two teams on 38 points on uh, second bottom and bottom, and then there's four teams all tied on 40 points. Oh yeah! Wow. So that's that's you know going to be interesting. I it, you can realistically
1: see it would be four of them six. Yeah. Yeah, Colchester have got 43 of an A a game in hand. Yeah. Or they have only played we're 36 Notts County games.
2: Notts were, were bottom a couple of weeks ago. Notts County, I think, have picked up... Three uh, wins in a row
1: now. Yeah. It's Sean Derry's manager, isn't he, Notts County? I think. <laughs> he is, yeah. Not off the top of my head. Oh, pretty tight down at the bottom of League 1. Um, League 2, gentlemen. What's going on there? Top three are still the same top three as they've been for a while. And they will stay like that, you can imagine. Yeah. Oxford are dropping out of their Uh, places. Oxford are imploding quite
2: brilliantly. Incredibly.
1: (laughs) Two wins in the past (laughs) ten.
2: They've just appointed Gary Waddock as manager this week as well. Yeah, not an inspiring choice, is it? Who started with two defeats as well.
1: Should have left Mickey Lewis in there, who's doing right. Got a win in his last game. But you
2: could tell you what a team that could go up if you're looking at a a team with momentum at the end of the season York City Mm. um, somehow five wins in a row followed by a draw against uh, someone good Uh, this weekend a Burton Albion who are fifth themselves and they're level on points with Oxford and just out of the uh, playoffs on goal scored yeah so and they've got big momentum and there's not out of the teams in the playoffs Fleetwood's look a good side but you know they're fallible at times and then you've got Burton and Southend who aren't that impressive yeah Southend have been last in great team.
1: form recently I mean everyone's been beating each other at the moment mm. no, it's like, yeah York is the only team they've won 7 out of their last 10 everyone else is, there's losses all over the place and Plymouth for another one that I wouldn't quite write off yet they're, they've been in really good form recently
2: and they've got a game in hand do
1: mm. you think it's either of York or Plymouth then to make that final spot with Oxford. I
2: think so, yeah. And then I'd reckon, I'd back, if Bjork get into the playoffs, I'd back them to, to go up. Because they, they're managed by Nigel Worthington as well, mm. who was experienced on a much bigger level than League Two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're quite a nice footballing team as well. Um, down at the bottom then, Torquay are done, aren't they? Yeah. You think? And then it, it's a three-point gap between Northampton and Wickham, and then five points between Northampton and Pompey. It's gonna be one of two, isn't it, I think? Northampton or
2: I think the way that league goes, I still think that anyone up to Hartley in thirteenth like <laughs> really? forty nine points aren't quite safe yet. Wow. There'll be a if we there'll win, be a win away.
0: If we win two our next two games, we might get
2: we might end up in the top half. <laughs> mm. I mean it's there's most teams have six games left, and all it takes is for you to lose four and draw two mm. out of the six, which is more anyone is more than capable of doing that in this league because yeah. everyone beats everyone else. Yeah, look at the form table of all. Suddenly, you're only on fifty-one points if you're Hartley Paul, mm. and only take you know the the average points is fifty-one points to stay up in this league. So you you never know. There's it's it could be it could turn out to be an interesting. Um, enter the campaign in League
1: 2 down the bottom it's ridiculously tight isn't it um, we don't normally mention them but uh, we mentioned them last week they lost in the FA Vars Trophy Final with Gosport Borough another win uh, two two in the two last this three week yeah. yeah they've, yeah, they've played three games a week yeah they've only played 31 games this season they've got some quite a lot of games in a very short space of time but they're out of those bottom three places at the minute and the now conference. they've got a lot. couple of games in hand as well they're on a run of six home games that in a row. Oh, nice! At the moment, quite a massive, was a massive attendance for them. Tom wasn't it yesterday as well?
0: Yeah, it was around a thousand. Yeah. people there. It was a pay what you want day. Oh, really? Which I'm sure that people of gospel enjoyed. Twenty <laughs> <laughs> p. I mean Throwing a few yeah. coppers in. <laughs> they could put in their one p change from the McDonald's saver menu. <laughs> and just get in. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think. i are not there yet, obviously, because they're only. What, three or four points above the relegation zone but mm. you like to think with games in hand and the form they're in they can pick up two or three
1: wins in the next couple of weeks and that should be them safe. Yeah looking at their form table they've got more greens than reds which is always good if you're down at the bottom of the end of the table. <clears throat> haven't have also got quite a lot of games to play as well. They've only played 32. So they're form form team in the league as well. Mm. So they're just so outside of both places. They had so many games called off around
0: the same time Gosport did and with the cup run that they're on as well they've got to make up games
1: like Gosport mm. and they've won a lot in the last few weeks Chelmsford City Colin not safe though they could go down still worrying times <laughs> I don't I don't follow them at all but no. uh, they're, they're not they're... in the local paper
2: <laughs>
3: I don't what is that. the local
2: paper in Chelmsford Do they just have the sun <laughs> I think it's the Chelmsford Gazette
3: oh wow You shouldn't be allowed to use a word like Gazette. (laughs) Chelmsford. But but you know what it's like. It's a local paper. It's just full of adverts. Chelmsford rag. The Chelmsford governor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what the news is like, basically. It's just adverts. People trying to sell their crap. All right, let's move on to our betting corner, shall we? We haven't really got anything else to talk about football-wise this week. So nobody won last week. Uh, so the table currently stands as Colin, you're at the top with minus 49, then Greg just £2 behind, minus 51, then me on minus 78, then Adam minus 160, and Tom down at the bottom minus 210. Uh, you're going to get out of there, Tom, this week, aren't you? You're going to be on zero next week. I am.
0: What bet have you got? My bet this week is return £210, and it's in the Man United Bayern Munich game, and it's Philip Lahm to be the last goal scorer. <laughs> I'm going to
1: pop up with a 90-second minute goal to make it 3-0. Oh, he's scored quite a few good goals in his career. You never know, he's got a shot he, from distance. He, he
0: pops up He pops up occasionally, you never know. I've got to come up with some ridiculous bets and the I think the only way to get a return like that is to pick one goal scorer bet that might come in.
1: Yeah, you're only going to get odds on that with a massive accumulator otherwise and that's yeah, just all pick, risky. Just pick, a, just pick a John Terry to score first next week probably with my <laughs> next bet. <laughs> That's not bad um, As Adam's not here He gets the usual treatment So we're going to have a uh, Everton to lose To Arsenal next weekend And Liverpool To win their game uh, That'll give you A return of £37 Adam So
0: That'll probably happen though
1: Yeah You won't be happy with it though I don't think Everton losing And Liverpool winning If you follow his tweets He gets quite upset When Liverpool beat Teams on uh, Upset with their fans On Twitter <laughs> Um, I'm next I've gone for a Leeds double this week I've gone for them to lose two games in a row which is not out of the realms of possibility we're going to lose to Charlton on Tuesday and then we're going to follow that up with a loss to Wigan on TV on Saturday uh, that will give me a return of £51 um, Greg you're in second what have you got? Uh, just quite simple this week I've gone for three
2: Champions League wins Bayern Real Madrid and Barcelona all to win and £10 return to 30
1: staying away from that Chelsea game I see yeah, that's difficult to call that one. Mm. I didn't fancy it. Fair enough. £30 return. That's good. And Colin, what have you got?
3: Well, um, I've kept it nice and simple. Just one bet this week. Um, Sunderland-West Ham tomorrow, Monday. Um, Andy Carroll score first. Ooh. Um, Andy Carroll's due a goal. Sunderland are poor. £10 returns. £80. I like it. I did look at that game, Colin, and... On one of the uh, like the Opta stat on Sunderland versus West Ham was
0: Sunderland to win to nil, as West Ham have scored one goal in the last five games against Sunderland.
3: <laughs> I didn't want to well, say that before you said your bet, so <laughs> time to change it. This is the time for West Ham to readdress the balance. Andy Carroll's gonna make it two six against them.
1: Okay, well we haven't really got any game this week, so um, we're done. In what is possibly our shortest podcast ever um, so make sure you if you're downloading us on iTunes make sure you give us a rate and review, five stars please and if you do, get in contact with us on Twitter and Colin will send you an exclusive man on the post fridge magnet that also sticks to other magnetic surfaces
3: yeah and can I just say apologies to Irish Pete if you're listening Pete um, I haven't sent you your magnet yet bad, bad Colin bad Colin <laughs> um, I'm, I'm I need to dig out the Jiffy bags, so um, I'll get that sorted, and I'll get it to you as soon as I can. There
1: you go, Pete. It's on its way. Don't worry. Um, we're also available on SoundCloud, if you want to listen to us on there. I'm not really sure what the address is. I assume it's soundcloud.com forward slash man on the post. Um, have a look for it, though. Have a listen to us on there. Um, uh, yeah, I do a couple of other podcasts most weeks. I do a Ready Player Two, which is a video game show. It's available on Fridays. I think that's pretty much all apart from check out the Mount the Post Extra Time podcast which is available every Friday with uh, Chris and Emma the regulars and Mark and occasionally they have a guest uh, it's pretty good it's not as good as us but you know they'll learn they'll get well, at, well, at least they're, main main one. One. they're trying it's like match the day thing. Too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's no Mark Chapman's on this programme <laughs> <laughs> alright so all that leaves is for us to say goodbye so it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from Greg see you later goodbye from Tom see ya And goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. And always remember to keep your man on the post.
2: See what happens when Adam isn't here. (laughs) We're done at half eight. Under an hour. (laughs)